0: Welcome back, welcome back to Queen of the Movies Podcast I'm your girl, Ronika Jade And today, we are going to be talking about Cabin in the Woods Pre-Thor, Chris Hemsworth I personally like the movie um, it's It's very meta though So if you're not one of those that likes... Movies like Scream, then you might like it and you might not. I don't know. Depends on your taste. I feel like if you like Scream, you would like Cabin in the Woods, but they are different movies. So we'll see. Um, So let's get right into it, right? Um, So it's pretty much about five college friends that go on like a retreat or vacation or whatever to a remote cabin. In the woods. Uh, And they end up falling victim to a variety of monsters while technicians manipulate events from an underground facility. Okay, so this cabin that they go to, it's like, how would you have found this? It's not like this would be on an Airbnb. But apparently the cabin belongs to the cousin of Chris Hemsworth character, Kurt. And... So the way it works with the technicians, they have objects and things set up to where, depending on which one they choose, that's what decides their fate. Which honestly, you well hold on, back up. Like I said, it's the it's a cousin. You don't know anything else about the cousin except that it's their cousin. You don't know what their name is. You don't know how. They like if they're close, oh yeah, my it's my cousin's cabin, do you know this, cousin? Just your cousin just told you, hey, got a cabin that's a little random, I don't know, and it, seeing the cabin, I would not go, I, I need to see pictures, and then I gotta go check it out first, like no, um, going, you know, and checking out the place,,, what is that? Oh, sorry. As the friends are like checking out the place, you see the technicians making plans, and they're betting on what kind of monsters will attack them. They're betting on what objects they're gonna choose um yeah, it's yeah, and time um, goes on, they do have to like manipulate certain things so that the people that they prey on do what they want them to do. So they use like drugs, so mind altering substances that affect their rational decision making and increases their libido. So it's a little bit of cheating. Okay? They're they're cheating. But like the whole thing is supposed to be about them sacrificing. And it has to be the athlete or the jock, the virgin the whore, the fool, and the scholar, but what's crazy, like, the whore is, um, uh, Jules Luden, played by Anna Hutchinson, Hutchinson. anyway, and she's supposed to portray, like, the dumb blonde, but she's far from dumb, and she doesn't really have an increased libido like you see in the movie, so, when you see you see who she is before they go to the cabin, and then when they go to the cabin, when they put the drugs into the air, she starts becoming that stereotype that they were talking about. So it's a little like, what? And then the virgin. She's not a virgin. But I guess she's more of what you would think would be wholesome, I guess. Um, so Kurt is the athlete. Obviously, Chris Hemsworth plays the jock, but he's super smart too. So, like, they have to alternate his mind to make him seem a little bit more stupid than he is, but he's super smart as well. Um, so his name's Kurt Vaughn. And then you have Dana Polk, who's the virgin, played by Kristen Connolly. And like I said, Jules Luden is quote unquote the. The Whore, played by Anna Hutchison, and then Marty Mikalski, who's The Fool, played by Fran Krantz, and then Holden McRae, who plays the scholar, is Jesse Williams, which most people know him from uh, Grey's Anatomy. I do not know him from that. I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. Um, What do I know him from? I feel like I know him from this movie. Like, that was the first time I ever seen him, but I could be lying. I don't know. I could be making that up. I have no idea. I can't remember. But yeah, like the I think that Marty who who is far from a fool fits his stereotype more than the others. Well, and Kurt. Kurt, those two fit their stereotypes better. Only because Kurt is a jock, but so is Holden because Even though he's labeled the scholar, he plays football with Kurt. So they're both jocks. But I guess because Holden wears glasses, he's more of the scholar. I don't know. It don't make no sense, really. But, you know, like I said, they have to, after years, you know, doing this, they have to manipulate certain things and be a little bit, you know, loose on who they choose because if they close, they close, and that's that. And like I said, they use drugs to manipulate their rational thought. Because there's a point in the movie where they're like, we got to stay together. Kurt is like, we got to stay together to fight these uh, monsters off. And then they pump them with drugs. And he's like, actually, let's split up. And Marty's just like, are you serious? You literally just said we need to stay together. So that's, that's, that's that. But anyway... Um, uh, Oops uh, Hold on, sorry Okay, so as we know It takes place in a remote cabin in the woods Title Title card is a setting I don't remember the state I didn't really care But the place, the, the, the cabin in the woods Like, not the cabin itself But like the area around it it was very nice. it was, it was beautiful. Um, there was a lake and everything. Um, so landscape was great. Uh, it's definitely perfect for this movie because especially like when you see like Friday the 13th or um, like Texas chainsaw, they're always like in the middle of nowhere the middle of nowhere so like there's nobody around to help anybody um or even like Anaconda, even though that's, well, it's a monster movie. They're on a river, and it's just them. Nobody is there to help them fight this thing. So, perfect. Um, you're secluded from the rest of the world. So, setting is great. Like I said, the the landscape of where they are is beautiful other than the whole like death and stuff it would be probably a nice getaway but I like to be a little bit around people because I watch way too many horror movies and you know I get a little paranoid so yes Um, so the movie is pretty much a metaphor it's a movie within a movie like you're watching them be I don't it's hard to it's a metaphor okay so pretty much the actors go through the motions when you're watching a movie you know that like things are set up to make sure that these events happen and they make sense sometimes that don't work but here so the actors go through the motions that the filmmakers force them to, right? The writers plan out a film, which are the workers in the facility. So the writers are the workers in the facility. They're the ones that put those those objects I was talking about earlier into the cabin. They're the ones that say, hey, this object leads to this or this object leads to that. They're the ones that built the cabin and placed the objects in the basement, right? The directors are the people in the facility who run the show in real time. They're the ones that summon the monsters, that release the pheromones, and they're the ones that collapse the tunnel that they that the um, friends try to escape out of. So once they like, oh my god, the monsters, and then uh, Jules. Like I said, Jules gets killed because that's the order, and it was when her and Kurt were... About to have sex in the woods due to, you know, the drugs. Because that always happens in horror movies. See, there's a very simple formula. Yes, I quoted Randy. I'm, I like scream Anyway, um, they, Jules is dead. They try to get away. They're like, we gotta, we're leaving. We're getting in the van or whatever it's called. And we're leaving. Okay, so um, <laughs> we do that, or they do that. I'm not in a movie, and they're like, "Oh my god, the facility, the technicians or whatever, like they're trying to leave. What are we gonna do?" They're like, "We gotta collapse a tunnel." So they make a like rock slide happen, so they can't get through the tunnel, and they were like right there, but then somebody says something about uh, jump. And then Kurt, Chris Hemsworth character, has the bright idea to jump the freaking ravine. Okay. Oh, my God. I'll get back to that. It was so funny. But, yeah, they collapse the tunnels. The head of the facility, who, by the way, is Sigourney Weaver, is called the director. It can't get any more meta or simple. Like, you have the writers. You have the director's. And when I realized this, I was just like, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, So pretty much the whole reason they do this, the facility has to appease the old gods if they want their world, if they don't want their world to end. So the old gods is the audience. It's you guys. So we're watching it and... You know we're the reason that a film succeeds or flops, right? So, actors and the producers, they want to please us because they know if they don't, the movie's gonna just collapse. It's gonna suck. So, yeah, it's gonna flop. So the loss of life is pretty much the symbol of the loss of their jobs. So if the movie doesn't do well, it don't make as much money. And then sometimes it's hard, depending on how hard a movie flops, it's hard to get back into the swing of things. Because it's like, ooh, I remember when that movie that you were on was really bad. And it didn't do very well. So... I don't know, like, if I want you to do this because your last movie was terrible, right? Um, But anyway, I thought that was interesting. Um, But moving on, the drugs make it, like I said earlier, they increase the libido, but it pretty much, the drugs pretty much take away their free will um, and are like puppets, so Actors that are given a script, they what they say, what's in the script, and they perform. Um, oh, made me think of nope because there's deeper meaning, and I have uh, I did do um, an episode on that, so check that out. Um, but they make this, they you know. They would make decisions that never, never really normally make uh, reality, right? So, um, and, and it seemed like the only one, if you notice, that isn't affected by the drugs is Marty, quote unquote, the fool. And I mean, it's very esta- it's established when we meet him that he is a pothead, so he smokes a lot of marijuana. So I'm guessing whatever drugs they use counteracts the marijuana, so it does not... Um, it doesn't cloud his judgment, and he's still able to make rational decisions. That's why when Kurt says we should split up, he's like, "Are you serious?" But um, yeah, the the drugs is basically to feed into the stereotypes, and the movie itself is based on stereotypes. Like, like I said, there's the virgin, there's the fool, there's you know, there's always somebody that has that fits a stereotype in a movie. Um. So yeah. That's pretty much that um and this movie um is mostly a comedy. It pretty much it's not all a comedy cuz there are like good horror aspects to the movie. I think it's a good a really good balance between comedy and horror. Um but it does poke fun at horror movies and like the actors and the right like just everything. Um, whenever it's questioned why a character made this decision decision. We're always like, why or like in like how in Scream as well, when Sydney's on the phone with the killer and she's like, she doesn't watch horror movies because it's so predictable. And like how the girl is going up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. Well. Yes. That's That's it right there. Like why did you make that decision? It was so dumb. No wonder you got killed. But it's a movie and they have to make get they have to make it where those decisions are made and it kind of makes sense. Even if it doesn't make sense, it's just like, okay, I guess. Um, but example, after they look through the basement and start touching things, which, mind you, the basement door, I'm pretty sure, opened on its own. I don't think anybody opened that door. It just, like, creaked open. And for me, if a door just straight opens, I'm not going inside, like, at all. If a door opens that was shut and I could not open, I am one, I'm 99% sure that they tried to open that door and it did not open. I'm not 100. There's still that 0.1% of me that's uncertain and I probably should watch the movie again. I I will eventually, but um, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure that door was locked. Like they couldn't open the door and then all of a sudden it opened. I'm leaving. I'm like I am going to the store. You want something? And I ain't coming back. I let them know something weird going on. Who is this cousin? Do you know the cousin name? Is it is it is it haunted? I don't, I don't know. But anyway. Um But they start hearing things and (laughs) they start touching stuff when they go in there. And then, you know, whatever object it was or whatever they did, I think they read something. I think one of them read something from a book or a diary and it set off like a zombie family. So, yeah. And it was like, why are we touching things that aren't ours? That isn't, like, in part of the main house. Why are we in the basement? Do we need, like, to see where the generator is? Like, what what are we doing? I don't know. I don't just be touching stuff in people's house. Um, Marty, like I said, Marty's the only person that questions this. Um, so, like I said, <laughs> we're back to the the part I was talking about. Where um they're trying to leave like I said Jules is dead they try to leave they collapse the tunnel they can't they're having some site some type of conversation and then the word jump but nobody's saying hey we should jump I don't remember what happened or what they said but they said somebody said the word jump and because Kurt is supposed to be like the athlete he's supposed to be like This jock that everyone looks to to be the hero. He's like this on my motorcycle and I'm going to come back and get help. And he gives like this whole big speech. And as he jumps it, he (laughs) hits a force field and dies. Oh my God. That was the most, one of the most hilarious deaths I'd ever seen Next to Samuel L. Jackson and D. Boosie. Oh my goodness. So funny. Um, Yeah, so everybody's like, oh my god. Oh, by the way, everybody thinks that Marty is dead as well. Because he got grabbed when he was in his room through the window. So, Marty's gone. Um, And this was also... Like, he had discovered a camera in his room. He discovered cameras and microphones. And then he gets attacked and pulled out of his window um like I said it's assumed he's he is killed but um as I have learned from escape room and I mean uh what was what's the second called escape room game of champions or something like that if I did not if I didn't see it happen oh no if I didn't see it it didn't happen that's what uh the redhead said she's like if you didn't see it it didn't happen so, you ain't see Marty die, did you? Okay. Uh, you didn't, because he's alive. And, like, comes out of nowhere to save Dana. Um, oh, yeah, Holden dies in the RV on their way back to the cabin, because they can't get through the tunnel to leave. He dies. I think he gets stabbed or something. I don't know, but. uh, He was like useless His whole character was uh, useless To be the scholar he wasn't very smart Um, But now it's just They're celebrating because they didn't know Marty was alive They're like oh it doesn't really matter if Dana's alive or dead It goes either way We're fine because now We have pleased the gods They're going to be happy of our sacrifice yeah, so as Dana is getting beat up on, um, which I don't know why it's taking them that long to kill her. Just kill her. Y'all zombies. I'm pretty sure they were zombies. Um, the technicians are celebrating because they think it's over. And one of them, ooh, excuse me, one of them. And one of the technicians just mad because he wanted a merman or something like that. Some some weird one that he keeps betting on and never nobody ever, like unwillingly chooses that one so he's like upset but still happy anyway so he shows uh marty shows dana a bunker that he discovered while he was like fighting off one of the zombies and so they go in there which is where the monsters that they're fighting came from so they go in the bunker and then it leads to an elevator a glass elevator and they decide to descend. Because they're like, what? What's the elevator? What's going on? So as they descend, it's dark. And then all of a sudden the lights come on. And they see all of these monsters in glass boxes. It is hundreds. Hundreds. If not more. In these cages. It's probably more. It's probably thousands. I- this is fucking crazy. Um and excuse my language <laughs> they like are seen and they're about to kill them and uh the committee thats that's what they're called uh the committee plans to kill marty first since it's the appropriate order and it's like if dana lives or dies it really doesn't make a difference but marty has to die in order for this whole thing to be okay um But Dana releases all the monsters into the facility and escape into the temple. So, everybody in the facility is getting killed by these creatures. And in my head, I'm like, okay, I get it. But how you gonna get out, though? You didn't release all these monsters. But how you leaving? You can't leave now because there's all these creatures in the bunker. So, I guess, like, it was no point of that. It was no point. If you were going to do that, you was going to die anyway. Because now you can't get back to the elevator because you didn't release all these freaking monsters that you're not going to be able to navigate through because it's too many of them. How are you going to get out? How are you going to get out? But then Sigourney Weaver's character just explains the entire thing. Yep, the gods, we have to do this all the time. Every country has... Uh, failed and we're the last ones we have to succeed only one country has to succeed in order for the entire world world to live marty gotta die dana you can live you're the virgin she's like what i'm the virgin she's like it doesn't matter i'm like we're not gonna explain this you can live or die shoot him everybody lives and you can live so she's about to shoot him she's like okay I kill one, I save millions. Marty's like, ah, I ain't trying to die right now. So, um, what happens? Um, oh, oh, oh! One of the creatures comes and um, attacks Sigourney Weaver's character, and then Marty is like, "I'm gonna kill you, Dana, because you tried to kill me." But then they make up and like, we're just not gonna kill each other. Like, I'm sorry that I was gonna kill you, and Marty's like, I'm sorry too. And I'm trying to think, were they cousins? I think they were cousins. I don't know. It's possible. I don't know. That's crazy. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> and then, so, they like... Marty's like, I ain't trying to die to save all these people. I don't really... I don't care about that. Dana's like, I guess. So, then a big old hand comes through the ground. And I'm like, I would have shot Marty. I'm like, I'm sorry, but it's either you die and everybody else in the world lives. Or we both die and everybody still dies i don't understand why this is a question because now y'all both dead anyway i guess they said I, if i'm dead i don't care i i guess but that i ugh, um i thought the ending was terrible but not terrible, but it just confused me because I'm just like, why though? Like, if you want to die, like, if you don't want to die, okay. But if she's right and they ascend, you're going to die anyway. Not to mention, you're going to die anyway because you can't get out of the damn facility because you release all the monsters. How you going to leave? You not. You was going to die anyway. So it made no damn sense to me of why she just didn't kill Marty. The rest of your friends, friends did. You might as well kill one more. I, you should just let them kill him. Instead of releasing the monsters. They probably would have let you live. They probably would have said. You're going to have to stay here and work with us. But you would have been alive either way. Instead of releasing. Get out. How was you going to get out? And I'm like. Do they have to die? Or can you just give them some blood? I have no idea. But I know. If we dying anyway, because I just released all these monsters to save you. And she talking about the gods are going to sin upon the earth and kill everybody. Well, it sounds like we in a lose, lose situation because we're not getting back out the front door. Even though there was no front door, we're not getting back out of here. So I don't see no point of us staying alive. Long enough for just you ain't gonna see nothing because I'm pretty sure they die instantly when that hand came out the ground. Like, I I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, but uh, uh, okay, I don't know. Well, let's talk about how, um, I mean. I guess that begs the question, would you kill one to save millions or billions? Um, I, I I don't know. In this situation, probably, but it's like, ah, uh, is there proof? How do I know? Is it like a situation, well, it's this situation, because I'm talking about it, duh. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. I think in this situation, it just it is what it it was what it was, and at that point, you wasn't getting out of there alive anyway. You really weren't. You released the monsters. There was no point in being selfish. It really wasn't. Um, but yeah, um, as a review, I, I I I like the movie. I enjoy it. Minus the ending. Uh, at least when I first saw it. I did, I, no, still. Um, yeah, if you want to see a good put-together horror comedy, this is definitely the movie to see. Um, it kind of gives you a parody feel while still being a horror movie. Um, like Scream, it's definitely meta. You're pretty much watching a horror movie be made. It's great, it is Like the ending kind of like Puts it Like so I would give it like a Three and a half out of five And the reason it's not A four is because of the ending Just because It was just like I mean I guess It just was I'm not going to keep talking about it But I either way it's a solid movie I enjoy it if you have not seen it, please go see it. Um, yeah. Um, I'm not sure what I'm going to do next week. <laughs> uh, I have something written up, but I might, you know, write something else. Um, I, I mean, I, I might have a few options, but we'll see. Uh, I might get it out next week. I might not. It's going to be busy because I'm going on vacation. It's gonna be great, but uh, yeah. So, if I have it out, I'll have it out uh, by by Monday. But if I don't, then I just didn't. um. So yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll catch y'all guys, you guys, next time. This is Queen of the Movie Podcast. Have a good one.